so hello everyone my name is Zoe and today we're talking to Birchway how are you I'm doing, I'm doing good. What about you? pretty good I know I realized that you just released a new single look under your skin can you tell me a little bit about that that's your first single for the year correct Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the first single of 2023. And um, yeah, I'm basically going to be waterfall and release my project. So I'm going to be dropping the song a month. And that just happens to be track one. It gives like a little, little snippet to the to project, I would say. Because Yeah. the rest of the song's got like a similar style. And when you create, I know you've created an EP before, when you create like a holistic project like that, is that something that you try to intentionally do make it a super cohesive piece or does it just kind of happen that way? Uh, I would say before for my like first few projects, it, it kind of just happens. But like recently with the recent two, I've been kind of just like planning it out because I feel like it's a lot better if you plan it out. You get the same sounds and like there's like a story that kind of just like connects the whole project together. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's kind of cool in that sense that it's like, if you want to listen to it as a whole piece or like all together, but then each song individually is like just as cool on its own. So did you start making music? around like end of I would say 2019 like early 2020 that's when Oh, I really okay. started So... making music yeah And what, what inspired you <laughs> to do that? I would say like I've always I've always just like fucked with music as a whole like as in like um whenever like I started like before I started making music I was like a drummer so um I definitely like learn a lot of like my skills from there that like built like a really good foundation for me into like making music so um I guess like one day just like drumming got like a little too hard for me <laughs> and I just kind of like put it on the side and here we are yeah There you go. I mean, honestly, and it seems like it's been working out pretty nicely for you. Where, where are you from? yeah I say I'm because I'm living in Pasadena right now which is like um 20 minutes off like central LA so if I ever like need to like go out to like a show or like just like go out and like link with people it's like 20 minutes away so I'm grateful for that Yeah, that is super convenient. Now, I know a lot of artists definitely have their opinions about LA versus New York and just opinions on LA in general. Do you do you like being where you are like outside of the collaboration aspect? yeah for sure because like I feel like there's just like a community even with like the people like on a street that's like walking around like um like I don't know if if you had like, if you had a question or something you could just like walk up to someone and like ask them a question and they'd like be happy to answer whereas like I feel like in some other places you don't really see that a lot I think that's definitely super important like obviously like the place you want to live you want to feel like you did to like be there and all that speaking of shows you just played one recently right Yeah, for sure. Um, I played one recently with uh, Andy because Andy's going on tour right now. And then he stopped by LA and then he hit me up and was like, yo, are you down to go on a show? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then so that was pretty sick. Um, Andy's live band is really, really, really sick. Shout out Charming as well. Um, Yeah. They did like a fabulous job. Yeah. They've been like killing it on tour. I've seen like all the videos and stuff. So tell me about that experience. How is it different from other shows that you've played? 
Um, I would say it's it's different because I feel like I mean I personally didn't perform with a live band, but seeing like how like um any perform with a live live band definitely like sparks something in me. Like I definitely want to like do that in the future as well. Yeah, it's just like a whole different whole different experience. Yeah, for sure. And when was the first time you played your first show ever? Do you remember it? Oh, uh, I was, I was like a few years back. Actually, no, not a few years. Maybe like one, one or two years ago. Yeah, that's when I played my first show. I, I'd say like, I was, I was pretty nervous, but like whenever I started singing, like, I was, I was just like in place. Yeah. Yeah. So now you started out being a drummer. And I believe you play guitar as well, correct? Mm-hmm. What, like, did you always know that you could sing? Or was that something that you had to kind of work at? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that was definitely something I had to work at because uh, whenever I first started, I definitely sounded like ass, I can't lie. <laughs> and um, yeah, it just took a lot of um, working out on like how to like sound good because I feel like... Um, with like the help of like auto and stuff, like a lot of artists can just like get their sound to like sound really cool and stuff. Sure. So um, yeah, definitely like a lot of techniques I had to like run through and explore myself. Yeah, and would you say that it's difficult then to carry over into a live show, or do you think like through producing the music, through creating the music, it kind of helps make you more comfortable to do a live show? Yeah, I'd say it makes me more comfortable to do a live show because, like, I do want to see, like, the music that I produce be heard on, like, like louder speakers yeah. and, like, how that plays in a room full of people because I feel like some music are, like, designed to, like, just listen to by yourself. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Do you think since you started playing shows that it's changed the way you go about making music? Do you think about it now kind of, like, in that aspect of it being heard at a, in a crowd yeah definitely yeah that was that was exactly what what was going on through my mind yeah like I would say I um I started making like slightly I wouldn't say faster paced songs but it's definitely more upbeat now mm-hmm. and would you consider yourself a hyper pop artist what would you um, say? I mean not to do not oh, no. pop, yeah. <laughs> you're good. yeah no you're good um I'd say I'd say kind of that yeah, yeah that's the that's the best answer I could give kind of because I feel like um I feel like I do make like a lot of stuff that's like outside of that hyper pop sound but at the same time like what is the hyper pop sound you know what I mean right exactly yeah. exactly I think especially ever like since it's grown so much over the past few years it's really encompassed like a whole variety of like things like it's no longer just fast-paced pop music right it's yeah. so, many, so many different levels to it what would be some of your musical influences or artists that you really are loving right now uh i would say definitely break-ins mm-hmm. that's like number one kevin abstract for sure Ooh, yeah. like i've been listening to like his older stuff recently mm-hmm. um and then mage tears i'm not sure if you know who that is oh, I, I don't what what, yeah. what kind of sound do they, they have they have like an indie sound but it almost feels like a voice memo recorded through your phone Ooh, yeah yeah that, that's like, awesome. that kind of oh Keshi for sure oh yes um yeah michelle if you know who that is i'm not sure it's like an r&b 
crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah. So okay, so it's interesting to me that you were hesitant about like saying, oh, like I don't want to label someone like hyperpop. Do you think that that kind of like ha- like is there's a stigma to it of being a hyperpop artist? Uh, I don't think there's necessarily a stigma, but um, I'd say the peak of the sound, like I feel like. When, when when the when the sound of hyperpop like reaches peak and like everyone like is like listening to it and like knows what that sound is like that sound is kind of the sound that um a lot of artists that were responsible for it kind of moved on from yeah. so like mm-hmm. that's why like when people say hyperpop like a lot of artists don't like it because they've like kind of progressed past that sound you know you see that a lot like sound from when they first started making music to now has changed a lot so it's yeah it's like maybe that's where their roots are but they don't want to be definitely definitely makes sense so can you tell me about the first ever like song that you released on all on platforms compared to the single and the ep that you're working on now how how do they differ i'd say the first song that i released on all platforms was I wasn't very like tapped into like my head I'd say or like I, I didn't really know myself like that like I was kind of just like writing off of like lyrics like I hear off from my favorite artists and really like just like ripping like ripping their whole sound almost mm-hmm. and like I didn't really have like a deep understanding of like the music I was making but um to like c- compare that to my most recent single I'd say um my most recent single is, I'd say, I'd say it has like a clear image of like what I'm going for. Yeah, you've definitely found your personality and kind of worked on finding a sound that fits you best. And I've noticed too, you know, a, a lot of your lyrics are very personal. And then, you know, the sounds that you layer on top of that are like very unique. When you're writing, how do you go p- about that process alongside the production of everything? Usually um, with the production, I definitely want to reflect on the lyrics I'm writing or like the mood that I'm choosing, right? So um, before I start a song, I would choose a mood first, like whether that be melancholic, nostalgic, if that's a mood, um, like more upbeat and like happy, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I would choose a mood and then I would start like uh, producing the beat under that mood and then once I like hear the hear the production, it's just like spark starts sparking lyrics. And that's where I start planning what to write. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you go about the mood what first and then base the lyrics off of that. That's would you say that creating music is something that's very emotional for you? Yeah, definitely, for sure. For sure, hundred percent. So would you say that you ever write kind of like objectively like just a story in general or is this mostly like things that happen to you personal experience wise um I'd say it's just like um observations of like how like I see a world or like conversations that I'd be like catching on to like all right whether I'm like supposed to hear it or not that's that's like a whole different story but just like stuff that like I pay attention to on like a daily basis that like I pick up and I'm like hmm that's not that's not that's not a good thing to say or hmm that's not yeah yeah. so it's very worldly I guess are you in school right now yeah I'm in school right now are you studying music 
Yeah, I have, yeah. Are you really? What are you studying? Yeah. What's your, what's your, Uh, my, my major is music production and recording. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you were making music then before you went to college? Mm hmm Gotcha. Yeah. So did you kind of choose where you wanted to go and all that stuff based on the fact that you were making music at the time? Yeah, most definitely. That's awesome. That, and so Yeah. how, how do your parents feel and stuff about you doing music? Are they just happy that you're in college? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're, like, super supportive, like, even, like, um, like, yeah, I feel like they just, like, support, support a lot of the choices that I make, and, like, I feel like you really need that. Yeah, for sure. And for you, do you find that it's easy to learn and grow your own music in that college setting? Or do you find it to be difficult? say they like definitely teach you a lot of like technical skills that um I've learned that like helped my music improve a lot in terms of like the quality Yeah. but um I'd say it's also like pretty stressful with like the workload trying to balance that and my own stuff Yeah, do you ever do you ever get to like double dip in pro projects for school and like music that you make on your own? oh Do you ever I get could to like do a two for one there? Yo, I could I could probably do that. I could probably do that in the future. Thanks for the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> why do twice the work, right? yeah, that's real. Yeah, you gotta work smart, not hard. And also, too, like, if you ever do, like, a music business class or something, you could just, like, be like, hey, so, like, we're going to do a little test of, like, Yeah. we're going to post this song on my, or post this, like, question sticker on my socials and all that stuff. For you, do you find that having to do the social media and all that stuff, do you find that that kind of, like, throws you off or you don't like it that much? I'd say I um I definitely use it like when I want to use it but like if I have to like like force content out then that's where I like like kind of like stop because I feel like I mean there's nothing wrong with forcing content out if like you know what you're doing and like you've got to unlock but I feel like for me personally when I force content out it just like starts like degrading quality Fair. I, I yeah totally know the feeling. So you've played a few shows, all that stuff. What would you say would be your dream venue to play? Honestly, probably not a dream venue, but like a dream festival. Like I definitely want to be on Coachella. Okay, so for you, it would be a dream festival, not a dream concert. That's very interesting. I have Yeah. never... I have never heard someone say a festival. That's that's crazy. For you, do you ever see yourself going on tour? Is that something that you want to do with the CP? Um, it's definitely something that I want to do, but not something that I want to rush through. Yeah. Cause, um, I feel like if I, like, if I'm headlining for a tour, like, I feel like going on tour with someone else is a different thing to like when you're headlining. Yeah. But when I'm headlining a tour, I definitely want all aspects of like, like me as an artist to be like maxed out, not maxed out, but like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, add have a like different a good level. grip of, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, I definitely would want to like get comfortable with the band that um rehearsing with for 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 a good time and like build the chemistry before like I go into it. Yeah, no, that totally, totally makes sense. But so speaking of new, you have the new single and then you have a new EP coming, correct?
Yeah, so um, this new EP is called Transparency, Okay. and there's three singles in it. Um, so basically the concept of this album is just to be transparent with yourself. And I mean, like, just like even like the little things that like we lie about sometimes, like just like even those little things and just really like, I feel like the objective of this EP is to get people to kind of reflect on themselves. Yeah. So it's done already. How long did it take you to work through it and make it all? Um, I started in November, but I just like kept scratching songs off and like redoing, Yeah. redoing songs over and over again for like four or five times until like I got the perfect sounding version of, yeah. Do you see yourself doing an album to complement this or is your main focus right now really that EP type project? Uh, yeah, it's definitely that EP type project because All right, I'm not going to speak too much into the future, but um, yeah, like I'm pretty much just focusing on this EP right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That totally makes sense. And I feel like it's a lot more digestible for like yourself as the artist in creating it not having as much like pressure of doing a full album. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that gets automatically associated with that, right? Um, Yeah, for sure. so it's, it's smart that you're just kind of like going at your own pace and grinding out school while you're, <laughs> while you're making um. you're making amazing stuff is there anything else that you want to share about the ep that you think people would really want to know is there anything unique that you did when making it Oh yeah, fun fact about the EP is that um I I taught myself how to play a guitar and I like really like reinforced the idea for myself not to like learn any tutorials on how to play the guitar because I didn't want um my chords to sound like the same as everybody else's. So I just did it by ear. that's crazy. So then how did you go about teaching yourself? Did you just like listen to a bunch of songs and like try to replicate or? I, yeah, I listened to like a bunch of songs and then I started treating my guitar like usually when I like produce like you know how like people just like click buttons and like they draw draw like a low midi on like this like piano roll thing Yeah. and then so um I just like pretend the guitar was at and then I got the note that I want and I just pieced the chords together and then I started strumming and yeah. That's awesome. That's probably going to be absolutely insane to perform live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. but that's going to sound so cool and so unique on the EP for sure. Are you going to do another single before you release the EP or is it just going to be the EP right after? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna release the EP all like all of the EP as singles. So I'm gonna be dropping like another single uh at, at the end of March on the twenty fifth, and I'm gonna be dropping the final song of the EP in April. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What what prompted you to release it individually like that? What's the strategy behind it for you? Uh, the strategy behind it for me is that um, I feel like whenever I dump my heart out on a project and then release it, I feel like a lot of people don't really have the patience to listen through the whole album if they're not like as dedicated to your music as like some other fans might be. So they just kind of like click through it and they don't really like treasure every song. But if you release 
the album with the singles out individually, it gives it more time for people to appreciate each song that's on a project. I guess a little bit more bite size in terms of like sharing, right? So if someone really likes a song, they could be like, hey, like check this out. And then it'll be, you know, in their Spotify and their, you know, save songs, what have you. And then kind of like a snowball effect from there. And then there'll be yeah. a devout uh, Birchway fan from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Transparent? Yeah, you're good. Birchway fan. What would you say mm. is different about hyper-reality hyper versus transparency? Oh, uh, I'd say hyper-reality would definitely be a lot more R&B-based, uh -huh. whilst transparency is more indie-based. Okay. And would you say that, like, the music you were listening to when you were making this, did that kind of, like, play a factor in the switch and sound? Yeah, yeah, it played a huge factor. Um, I had a friend, like, which is my roommate. Um, he would just constantly play like indie mu indie music and only indie music. And um, I don't got my license right, so like he's the one that's like driving me around everywhere. And like he's on aux all the time, and so he just like put me on to like a lot of songs, and I just end up really liking him. You're bumping all the indie stuff. What's some of your favorite uh indie artists that he's put you on to? Oh, uh, no, no vacation. A lot of like Mac DeMarco, like. Yeah, I know Mac DeMarco is like a pretty like uh famous artist, but he definitely put me on to a lot of like the songs that I haven't heard from him before. So we have the EP, March 25th. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody? Um, yeah, I got a snippet that oh. I can show. Okay, so this snippet, tell me a little bit about it. So this is going to be the third song of the project. But it's also my favorite song from the project. Um, yeah, there's just this like atmosphere that I built with this song that like I can't really describe. Like it kind of brings me back to like 2012, okay. like you know that like um, kind of pop era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't wait to hear the EP. I know everyone is going to love it, and. I can't wait to see you play Coachella eventually. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks for really. Thank you. Awesome. Hey guys, thank you for listening to our interview with Birchway. Please enjoy an exclusive snippet of his upcoming single called Autopilot. You can follow us at Music Mukbang on all platforms for more content, and you can follow at Birchway on all platforms. Enjoy. <laughs> Feelings are high, cup. Uh, 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 Autopilot disregards the feelings.